Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set roll sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK that's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Thank you, Mr. Voice Guy. And this is the uh, last time. You will hear these voices here in the year 2022, at least through these airwaves. Jeff Cardozo, Patrick Dooley here with you. Seth will produce today, and we are happy he has cleared up his busy schedule of signing autographs, calendar shoots. Sex is, he's been stuck with us. You just said sex, I think. Sex, sex. Must be on your mind. He is a sexy individual, so maybe that's what you were thinking. That's not what I was thinking. I'll just go on the record. <laughs> no, but it's, um, yeah, I appreciate him being here. And, again, this is the last one for us. And then we're going to take time off like normal people do. Yeah, well-deserved time yeah, off. We need Because you might think that I was just in Vegas and I had time off, but that's not the case. No, I know you're working. I'm busting my butt. Losing money at the craps or the uh, 21 tables, blackjack. Yeah. Watching a playing crappy golf, team play football. Watching a crappy team. I, and that sh- that shocked me. Like I, I honestly didn't shock me at all. Yeah, I know, but I I was shocked, especially being around the guys that day before, talking to the coaches. I guess I I just I, I didn't bet on it, obviously, because I'm not going to bet on the Gators. Like that's like, probably or, against policy uh, yeah. too. On them or, or against them, you're not going to bet. But I way. I would have said after just like I would have said 10 and a half that's that's easy Gators have that no problem and it just it never went down happened to seven and a half oh did right, it really right before the game wow it was seven and a half and um that uh, the money was obviously being bet on Florida because they're going look this team's not that bad yeah I mean to, t- to be 10 and a half but as we saw without their key players they are that bad and that, to me, was as much a testament as to how bad that roster is. Yeah, but but and to me, the offensive line is what shocked me well, for that game. Spot. One spot, but then it mattered so much. And Garage started, but didn't play a bunch. And then they had to move, you know, a guy from right tackle to left tackle, and it screwed it up. So I think that was part of it. But I just didn't see all the 
penalties and the false starts. And I mean, and even Kingsley, the last three or four games for him, snapping the ball w- wasn't good. good. Yeah. So it just, it, it was weird. They had two screwed up snaps in that game yeah. that were huge. Um, no, it was just a cluster. That's all you can say about it. It wasn't surprising to me. But, and, and again, Jeff, and I, and I talked about this for two weeks going into this game. That's a good team they played. Yeah, okay? they were very sound. It's not a, 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 a playoff team, but it's a really good team, very sound, w- very well coached. They do things the right way, and they, they were going to do it. They were going to grind Florida into the ground. That was my fear is eventually they were going to win the game easily. But then you see, then they lose the running back early on. You're like – Three plays, yeah, yeah. Three carries, and he's done. I was like, sweet, this is going to be simple. And then but never was the But the case. bottom line is Florida hasn't stopped any running backs this year. So no matter who they put in there, it was going to be okay. I mean, yeah. Benwick went for, what, over 100 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, and they – I mean, they – I don't – like, I don't ever want to say – a team didn't play hard. I didn't get that impression, but they played dumb. And sometimes playing dumb, it means you don't care. It's not that you didn't play hard. It's that you just didn't play smart because you really didn't care that much. And I, I didn't – that's, the I think, the, the biggest concern for the Gator Nation right now. One, you have no quarterback on campus, right? We we know that now. Yeah, you have no quarterback on campus. Number two is you got a lot of guys that even though they say they're buy they're buying in and they're staying around, they're going to be here and they're going to they, they they maybe they're still not what you want. You know, they didn't play to that level that you want them to play at. I know it's a bowl game. But, but it, it should have meant if something. If you're going to show up, yeah, and show up, yeah, play. And they didn't play. I mean, they didn't play hard. They didn't play smart, obviously. Uh, and this is the biggest concern I have right now, Jeff, is the last three games, 28 penalties. Yeah, it's gotten a lot worse. This is something that was a solvable problem that he solved, we yeah. thought. And then the last three games, For off some the reason, it went away. And it's just, it is hard to sit back and, I, I guess, as, as you're, you're into the game and paying attention and not, like, to right. look back and see the the stats for that second and third quarter with seven yards, seven combined yeah. in those two, two and quarters. I know because I, I I was like, holy! Those sh- are the kind of things I'm charting as snakes. I'm doing the uh, yeah doing my stuff for Gators Wire, and I was like, well, they got two yards. That the third quarter will be better, and it was five mm, five. But they, I mean, they just look. Eventually, that team goes. Okay, here's what Jack Miller is going to give us. He's not going to run the ball. He's not going to if, – if they put it in the belly of a running back, that running back's going to run the ball. We know that. And so we can just totally uh, collapse on him. Um, the the right guard, Cameron Waits, who I feel bad for, was awful in that game. Was, yeah. Got blown up all the time. Florida took some chances that was typical of, of Billy Napier, but – you don't run behind Cameron Waits on third and one or fourth and one because you're used to run. You're used to running behind Torrance. Torrance. So it was just a. I don't think anything went well. I think it was poorly coached. 
They got out coached. They got out played. They got out personneled. Florida should never be out personnel by Oregon, Oregon State. State. It shouldn't happen. And they were. Yeah. It was just ugly. I'm glad it's over. I'm glad the season's over. I don't know where they're going from here. I really don't. I'm 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 one of those people. I'm not on that stupid. Oh, Billy Napier needs to go bandwagon. But I'm like, I'm not as convinced as I was before. I'm a little less convinced. Just because of that game, though. Three games. Three games. I think the Vandy game was the concern more than the other They're two. They're six and seven. I know. He's the only guy to ever lose to all three rivals. He's the only guy. Uh, it's the first time since seventy-eight, seventy-nine. They've lost uh, two back-to-back seasons, yeah. losing seasons. Which I looked up before the game. I didn't wait till after the game to look it up. I looked it up before the game to see, and that was uh, last year at Dickey, first year at Pell. Um, it was just ugly. It was terrible. It was no fun to watch. But the scoring streaks a lot. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? I'm curious. I, I was surprised they did it. But I think if it would have been fourth and two at the two, yeah, you they, do they, it. Then you go for the touchdown. No, totally. But it was they wouldn't have kicked the field goal. What, 20? Yeah, and it's you might as well just at that point, you're not going to get the touchdown. You couldn't protect your quarterback. Right. So just, just go take the points and, and not have your name attached to that. Exactly. So I, I didn't blame him for I that. I had no problem with no, it. No, not at all. None at all. And in fact, I uh, Spurrier was on our – Coach Spurrier was on our uh, podcast today, and he goes, oh, absolutely, I would have kicked that ball there. Yeah. yeah. You had uh, to do it. Yeah. I, I, I totally – and I – you know, the I will I – will, somebody sent me a text and said, what did you think of the way Herb Street and McAfee were going back and forth on that? And I went – I had turned that off by then. I was I was watching it, but I was not listening. I was what you know what I was watching was the Vikings game. Oh yeah, which was unbelievable. Yeah, um, that's the one I had the sound on. So by then I wasn't even listening to those clowns. And to be honest with you, I was excited that Herb Street, McAfee, Laura Rutledge, Dave Pass, who I like a lot, were doing the game. But after a while, even that got old. McAfee's too much for me. Really? He is. A little too much for me. You didn't get to watch it, but uh, go back and watch it. It's a little too much. Okay. Not my not my cup of tea. All right. Well, if uh, talking Gators for the last time this year, at least to us, is your cup of tea, then uh, call us up. 392-8255. Our Titan MRI hotline is open, so feel free to use it and uh, have fun one last time here on the tailgate. From Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I won some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything 
on the store. So come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, MealyPops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com. And we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday, located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation. And as always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Our cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. We are your home for the Rays, the Lightning, and the Bucks. We are proud to bring Tampa to Gainesville. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. This is Florida Gator Head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. I will say this, Gator fans, peeps, friends of mine, people that aren't friends of mine, listen to the show. It's okay to be mad. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be really disappointed in the last three games, three straight losses. You were six and four at one point. Think about how everybody felt about after that South Carolina game. Wow, we're, we're doing great in recruiting. This guy's got it going the right way. We're going, and now you, you're totally turned. But it's year one. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. There's nothing going to, I mean, I even saw they, they did a GoFundMe to get rid of Billy Napier they, to get the $35 million buyout. I mean, what is wrong with yeah, you people? brutal. You're just. This is the Gator fans that I keep making fun of. Those are the Gator fans. If you're unhappy with what happened, I agree. I totally agree with you. I am I I'm right there with you. You've turned my wife off of football. If that was I didn't think it was possible, but I think you have. 
She didn't watch hardly any of the game because they were losing the whole time. And this is somebody who lived for Florida football. I get that. I get why you're upset, but don't. This is, the answer is not to get rid of your coach. It's not. And it's not to even talk about getting rid of your coach because that only hurts yes, your program. That's not even a question. No, it's not a point. question, but they, I still get it all the time. It's just mm. these people are just, ah! It's a little crazy. All right, let's talk to those people as <laughs> Lewis is ready to kick it off. Hey, Lewis, welcome to the tailgate. Hey, thanks, thanks, guys. Listen, boy, that was a big, big disappointment. Uh, not that they necessarily lost, but in the way they lost, in my opinion. Uh, you know, Gator Nation, a good bit of them wanted Anthony Richardson gone. They wanted to try another quarterback, another quarterback. Truth of the matter is, Florida has almost zero talent now on the bench. Uh, not not much depth at all. And I'm I'm keeping up with 24/7 Sports, and I'm seeing where he's he's not getting the upper hands on on the recruiting uh, four and five star athletes. They bring them in, they wine and dine them, and when you look, they're gone somewhere else. What what's your take on that? Well, I think they've done a pretty good job on recruiting, but they haven't they haven't been able to close on a lot of guys. And again, this is the Miami problem that they've got to deal with. This is a Miami problem that will go away after a couple of years. That 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 NIL money is going to run out, believe yeah. me. Yeah, that's part of it. And that's going to be part of it. But right now, it is a big factor, and that's why they're getting beat. They also have 18 four-stars coming in. And I, if, if, if you can't win with 18 four-stars, then you don't need to be coaching. Yeah, Lewis, the, the hard part is that if, if there wasn't any NIL, I think Billy Napier would be a much better, better recruiter and getting more players but you're having people outbid each other i mean look at ohio but state's having the same problem I mean, they 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 had a guy that they really wanted two teams gave two million dollars both ponied it up to to get him away from ohio state so it's becoming a problem everywhere it's just because of the the money thing now yep. well, well let me ask you, you said somebody had 14 four stars coming in yeah florida, florida has 18 four stars coming in yeah they've signed them Yes. Well, they've committed. They haven't signed anybody. You Early signing day is two days Early from now. Early signing day is Wednesday. Yeah. 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 We'll know. We'll know for sure. But um, let me let me tell you what I learned. Billy Napier only was an offensive coordinator one year at Clemson. After that, they moved him to another assignment. Uh, do we really need to have him call plays next year? Well, he was a very young man at the time and um, did not do a, a great job. Um, he, I think he's learned from it. I don't think his I, – I think his play calling in the game Saturday was terrible, I personally. That's just my opinion. Um, I don't know that answer. That's going to be self-evaluation on his part. I don't think yeah, – I, I think I think that the play calling has not been terrible because they were among the top 25 teams in the country in offense. Yeah, that, and that's what you have to look at. With with not a lot of talent, they were still really good offensively. That wasn't the problem with this year's team. No, their problem was on defense. Yeah. It wasn't on offense. But in a clutch, in a clutch, like two minutes in, you got team to be able to get it together to run a good two-minute offense so that you can win a few games that you lost. That's that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I I, I totally agree with you, Lewis. 
I think they, they, they plus. I think they have to self. Uh, I think there are two keys to this season, the, this off season. One is acquisition of talent. Two is self evaluation, and they've got to look at what they did poorly this year, and what they didn't do well enough. And I would hope that uh, that's one of the things they look at. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me last thing. Let me say this: in terms of nil money, I don't think anybody's going to outlast Miami. When it comes to NIL money, I, I I know some people who know some people. A lot of that drug money is ending up in in the hands of those who can get it out to that university and use it as NIL money. So you're not gonna out. You're gonna not, they're not gonna run out of money down there as long as it's, it continues to be the wild wild west and you can pay a kid whatever the heck you want to pay. I lived. I grew up there. I know that area. And uh, now, yes, Charlie Strong is there. He's great. A great recruiter. But they got some. They got. A, a limitless uh, a, a access to funds, <laughs> no question about it. Well, and it, but the question I'm going to have is how long is that going to last? Nobody can continue to fund a program um, if you're not getting results. You know, if you're not winning games. So um, I, nobody's going to do that. In fact, John Ruiz, who's the main guy there, who's funding all these things, is he's even said. I may not be getting what I hope to get back, you know, in terms of uh, the wins and losses. So, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see where it goes. I mean, it yeah. look, yeah. anybody who thinks that we now we now have a template for what college football is has no idea. It's going to get no. even more bizarre and strange and different and guys, as we go forward. Yeah. Hey, all right, guys. I appreciate this season. Let's, let's look at what basketball is. The coach over there, boy, looks like a kid. And so I hope he does a little better than what he's doing. So we'll get into that season pretty quick. Sounds yeah. good, Lewis. Appreciate you. Take care. I'm, yep, you too. I'm not that optimistic about that either. I mean, now I just don't think that team's very good. Well, that's a big game for them Wednesday. They need to beat Oklahoma um, because they have no – I mean, their, their um, net is like 53 and you beat Oklahoma, which is like fifty six. That's a that at a neutral site. Yeah, that's going to be a good team. win for you. So um, they they. But again, it's just like with the women. The women are at eighty in net. They're twelve and one mm-hmm. or eleven and one. And uh, but they've got. I mean, obviously the conference schedule is going to build their their um, net. I can't. I, I sometimes I get kind of confused. Is it nil net? RPI, what, I, all these initials are driving me crazy. STFU? <laughs> yes. FUBAR. L- LOL. FUBAR. I go with FUBAR <laughs> all the time. All right, let's get ATX Gator to join us. What's up, dude? Hey, fellas. Happy Monday to you. You too. Uh, Jeff, you made a home without uh, remortgaging the house, I hope. I did. I, uh, I was up, <laughs> then uh, they switched dealers on us, and then... She crushed us. She eliminated the entire radio crew. It's funny how that works, right? <laughs> yeah. how that works. <laughs> it, it never has happened before either. That's a, that was the amazing part of it. Yeah, it's, it's something else how they seem to always work that on us. Pretty crazy. Um, yeah, hey, uh, obviously, I mean, listen, d- disappointing. I think we knew it was coming again. I... Jeff, I lean towards you and the optimism, Pat. I'm learning the more and more I need to start listening <laughs> yeah. to the expectations Mr. you set for me. Yeah. Debbie Downer, uh, that's who I am. 
<laughs> well, listen, in, in, you can say that, right? I say that, like I would say I'd call you a Debbie Downer, but in, in reality, I think you've just been around the block. You pay attention with less of a fan and more of like a realistic, um, even though you support the Gators. And if I had listened to you all week, I probably would have said, hey, I don't, obviously I'm going to turn them in and watch. But, you know, there was a part of me who was coming out saying, oh, man, we might get this and, you know, we're going to find a way to get this done. And it was absolutely abysmal. And one of the biggest concerns I have and would love to get y'all's take on this is I get that, you know, uh, Saibo or whatever his nickname is, Torrance wasn't there. And he was obviously by far probably one of the best linemen UFs have ever had. Um, but to have two coaches all year long with a focus on that position, some of the sacrifices we make elsewhere to keep the two coaches on the field and then see an O-line that takes basically one player out perform that poorly, that was of concern to me. Yeah, and that's that's actually how we started the show. And I mean, obviously missed it, but it, it is. I, I think more than anything, I was shocked that that happened, that one guy who obviously was a consensus All-American, but taking him out would make that much of a difference because you still had so many older guys that have been there, done that. But then you know, they, they took Garage out early. He didn't play a ton. So then they moved a guy from the right to the left, and it just, it just screwed stuff up. And I don't know why. And, and it's not like it was deafening in there where they needed to even clap and use that count. That was strange to me. Well, it said, what, 29 was the um, announced attendance. What, what would you say there was? I, I said it was about 20. Yeah. So, not a lot of people. No, there wasn't a lot of people. But, yeah, it was concerning. If, if as good as that position was throughout the entire year, I, I was like, how are we not pushing around Oregon State right now? Like, how are they getting to the backfield like that? But then – I mean, you had a guy. But I will say this, Jeff, Jeff and I, this is the thing that I took from that game more than anything, is that their offense only works with a running quarterback. The offense that they were had played all year yeah. and set up for that game. And they, they don't have a running quarterback. Now you're counting on and, – and look, Oregon State basically said, you're not throwing it deep. You're not going to keep the ball. It's an easy way to play you. And it was so simple. And I think Florida, that's where I question the coaching, is why they didn't come up with something to counter that. They should have come up with something to counter that during the two weeks they had, to counter the fact that, hey, they know our quarterback's not going to run the ball. They know he's not going to throw the ball deep, and they never threw the ball deep the whole game. Um, so we got to come up with something. we got to come up with some – Creativity, yeah, but I still thought, offensively. I still think that they thought he would have time to throw, and he just never did. It was no. that's all offensive line. That's that has nothing to do with but having I think a that, running I think, quarterback. No, but I think they they were able to blitz and they were able to rush the quarterback, not worried about him scrambling out of there. Like they didn't have to play a spy. What was the best way to play Anthony Richardson was to have a spy on him. Right? Kentucky showed that template early. They didn't have to have a spy here. So that took one player out of the uh, on the defense back into the to the mold of it. And I think, again, I I I think it was a combination of a lot of things, and none of them were good. Coaching, playing, <laughs> so, executing, everything, penalties. There was nothing good that happened in that game. I have to do a good, bad, and the ugly for Gators Wire, and I go, what am I going to put this good? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's. That, 
So, again, I mean, you guys know me. I'm notorious for the the sunshine pumping. But building on that, another concerning thing is that middle eight. We talked about it all year. It never got better. And it looked ugly as hell on Saturday. It just – that's – that's what has me worried, to be honest. I still believe in Bill. I'm, you know, I posted on one of the boards. Someone had posted the 30. I said, this, these are the losers that hurt this program and these people need to get a life. But it, that kind of stuff, to me, I'm looking going, okay, this isn't great. You dovetail this with what you were just talking to Lewis about. And Pat, I don't know. I, I have serious concerns. I get, you know, the cleanliness of the program and Florida doesn't want to – We've lost every basically major recruit other than Rashada over NIL money. And I don't know if it's right or wrong. I don't know if, if paying well, for these players. But, but here's like the thing. A&M. Whose fault is that? that? Good question. I don't know. Is it's it the fans' fault. The money? fans that don't put yeah. up the money. I mean, the fans <laughs> are the only – They can – guy, though, Pat. I know, but that's the thing. Florida's got one guy, too, and apparently he thought he was going to get – uh, the offensive lineman, because uh, he tweeted yeah. it out, but he uh, they they outbid him. So I mean that's that's where we are it's in just, this world. But I mean the bottom line is uh, we'll see how it all plays out. But right now it's not it's not a good situation for Florida. I, I will say that. Right. Right. Yeah. It's it's, it's and they're insisting on doing things the right way within the rules, which nobody else is. Right, but there are no rules. That's what's even more maddening. Like, what rules are we following? There aren't any. Well, there there are still rules, but the NCAA is not enforcing any of them. Yeah. So, hey, listen, I don't want to uh, to go down the the total rabbit hole here. Still a believer, hoping Billy can get this done. And uh, go Gators! Have a great week and uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Yeah, you too, ATX Gator. Appreciate you. All right, we need a break, so we'll knock it out and come back. It is a Sonic Sound Off Monday here on the tailgate. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC043073. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry, the best possible prices. And now this holiday season, the best is even better as you can save an extra 20% off diamond studs, gemstone jewelry, and if you're ready to make this December the decider on that special somebody for forever, well, you can get an engagement ring for 10% off their already low prices. Check out all their inventory online at oaksjewelry.com and then stop by to see it in person from the people that know jewelry. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch 
lunch breaks in between the many jobs. From game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook, we're here to help. Whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game, we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete. So check them out online at adamsribco.com, but be prepared to drool when you see the menu, or better yet, stop by their dining location on 13th Street or the place that Northwest Gainesville has fallen in love with, the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd, right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Clear skies through the early evening will gradually give way to mostly cloudy skies through the overnight hours with temperatures falling only into the low 50s. That's thanks to the fact that we'll have that cloud cover moving in. Rain chances will go up as we go into the day tomorrow, especially by the mid to late morning hours. I think rain will be moving into the Gainesville area. Rain could be heavy at times with highs tomorrow in the low 60s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Tom Brady, he needs to be tired, man. I understand. We 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 hate to talk negative about Tom Brady because it's the great one, right? He's seven Super Bowls. You know, I've been to ten of them. What have you done? I get all of that. But right now, in his playing career, man, it's just it's a sad looking thing right now from what I remember Tom Brady as at the quarterback spot. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. We are your all for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with a WRUF radio app. The tailgate with Jeff Gardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Hi, welcome back. Jeff and Pat here with you. Seth producing today, our Titan MRI hotline is uh, very, very active, and and do want to remind you, as uh, obviously by the end of this week it's uh, Christmas time. If you need some last minute Christmas Gator gear, or any kind of Christmas uh, goodies, go to Alumni Hall. They have uh, so much stuff in there that is absolutely oh, fantastic. Oh, I got my wife's I loaded best up Christmas present there. Yeah, I I will tell you that I went to Alumni Hall and used the. Uh, yeah, just say you the discount. Yeah, yeah. If you say I, you listen to the tailgate with Jeff, not Pat. I think Pat only gets five percent off. You say my name, you get fifteen percent off. I got more than that because I believe me, I got a great deal on something that was very expensive. So, so yeah, I, go in there. I love going in there. I, I it's hard for me not to buy it's everything huge. in there. Yeah. yeah, there's so much cool stuff, just unique stuff that you don't normally see, and they have all of the uh, Spurrier stuff now and Tebow and. 
all the they have a lot of Anthony legends, Richardson stuff. Richardson stuff. If you too, get that. Do. So but yeah, go by and mention uh, you listen to the show. They'll give you fifteen percent off, and you will uh, look like the hero of the household when you uh, give it's, the gifts. I tell you what, I was stunned when I walked in there. I haven't been there in a in a couple months, and how much stuff they have. It's it was great. I was like, what do I get? You know, I, I I'm the worst gift giver because mm-hmm. I'm so afraid of what. I'm going to give you it's going to be wrong and you're not going to like it. So I tend to panic and not and freeze up. But I'll tell you what I got off the air. All right. Sounds good. And uh, all of these callers will tell us what they want to talk about on the air as we uh, go back to the phones and get Tony next. Hey, Tony, what's up? Tony. 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 Nope. No Tony. Oh. Let's get. Oh, uh, I think I heard him. Let's get John instead. Hey, John, what's up? Hey, uh, happy holidays to you guys. I hope you guys have a great one. Uh, what's your last day? This year, last day. This, this week, is it. Or? Yep. Okay. Well, wish you guys a you know happy Christmas. Yeah, you too. Happy New Year. Um, touch base before I get to the NFL. Um, couple of things. I was I was really proud of the the defense depleted and they they played their hearts out in the first half. And they, I just think they were worn out in the second half i mean just you could see that they just they were worn out i mean and, and it perplexed me a couple of callers just talk about it just mismanaging the, the times and timeouts especially the first half why i didn't understand why we call a timeout when oregon state had the ball with like less than two minutes I mean, it was get, about was it was about two ten. He was I, trying to get the ball back, and I said the same thing. Well, I go, look, I mean, just get out of this. Not, yeah, let's get out of this half to half. Yeah. But we gave him a chance to, ironically, you know, turn out to be the best play for the Gators, you know, for the game when it we almost the field was. goal. Turned out, yeah. I know, but I mean, that was the best play they had all game. What if they had run it back and it would have been 10-7? Yeah. So maybe yeah, exactly. that was the plan. Let him try a field yeah, goal. Yeah, right. Yeah, he had that in his plan all It along, looked so. like when he caught it, at least live, I don't know how it looked on TV because, I mean, we had a great oh, view of it. Like, yeah. He had all this open field, and he just was slow. It was he Wingo, was. Yeah. and he just yeah. – they caught him. Well, the the uh, I think it was a holder that, that was right away stopped yeah. him. Yeah. And Wingo, he got called for a penalty on that play. I'm not sure what – I mean, we got a start in the second half. Yeah, it was you know, just a, I mean, a guy came in with a late hit. But uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing that has driven me crazy about this team all year. So they got a little momentum going at the end of the half, right? You block the kick. You keep them out of the end zone. You you, you keep it at 10 nothing. You still got a chance. Okay, yep. let's go out there. And then you stop three and out. All right, man, all right. And, of course, what do they do? They run a fake punt get it then what happens third and five offsides give them yep. a free first down i mean it's just a team a defense a- that has totally been inept all year and found ways to screw it screw things up uh they've got to figure out what's going on there why they're so bad they're not that untalented on defense to be that bad but they're bad they set you- they set records Florida records, University of Florida, history records for the most first downs allowed, 
the most yards allowed and the most points allowed in a, hit, a season. On third down, too. What 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 was our third down? Forty nine percent, which is that's incredible. That's when insane. when all the stats are in, it'll be about one twenty eight in the country. Wow, just not good. No, you you had mentioned Pat in a sec. Why didn't why didn't they do a thing? I I was claiming for before the game started, you know, a week ago that we should have done some wildcat with. You know, Etienne and something like that. I mean, it's like, yeah, what are you? Is he a threat to throw the ball? We don't know that. But I mean, that means you're putting an extra blocker up there because you're not setting your quarterback up to be a blocker. So I, that's that's kind of like, uh, yeah, I mean, but we, that's the thing that that disturbed me the most about that game. Uh, well, not the most because there were like ninety things. About nine things, yeah. But um, Florida looked like the first week of practice yeah. in terms of what they ran, the plays they ran and stuff like that. They look like the spring game. They didn't run anything exotic. They didn't, you know, I know the first play was a reverse. They run a hundred times Ricky Pearsall. And of course it went for minus two yards. They didn't do anything that, that you would go, Oh, I haven't seen that all year. I, I just don't understand the mentality there. But uh, again, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, Get, try to. I'm gonna try not to be too negative, uh, but that was an embarrassment. And uh, the bottom line is, they're under 500 for first time since second year, uh, 78, 79. Charlie Pell, yeah, yeah, two years in a row. Hey, uh, switch NFL guys. I mean, I was happy. I, I was. I was proud of my Dolphins. I mean, going up there in that that fridge. I mean, not happy that they lost, but. What what a game that was! Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole weekend great. was just awesome games. I think it was games. the best weekend of NFL football I've ever seen in my life, and it saved me from the disaster that was Florida football because right. I, I I I even actually walked out to my wife at one point. This was after the I'm trying to 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 do the math here, but I think it was after the four o'clock game or the one o'clock games. And I walked out and I said, "This is why college or football is always going to have me because you wouldn't believe what just happened." Um, you know, with talking about the uh, at that point, I think it was the um, what was the other game that it was a huge comeback. How about a Jaguar? Oh, oh the, the Jaguar game. game, and I actually found myself rooting for the Jaguars at the end of the game. That was you, awesome. You that never see from awesome. me, but I, that I was mean, great. I mean. Gotta love Stephen A. Man, he he just basked when the Cowboys just imploded. He almost did it against the Texans last week. Um, last night was some a tragedy, a travesty of the non calls against the Washington team. I wasn't. I don't care for either team. No, I didn't it was a great. I was done with. I was done. But there were some yeah. other unbelievable finishes to the. I mean, obviously Patriots. the Patriots game was. That's awesome. Ridiculous. You know, I mean, everybody's talking about that's payback for. Did the you get to watch game. the end of the game? I did. That was, was unbelievable. <laughs> and then, oh, damn, uh, uh, Mac Jones got macked over going to yeah, the end Scott zone. That was, that was, that was. I mean, I don't hate Mac Jones. I just don't like the Patriots. I mean, obviously, you know why I'm a Dolphin fan, but just, just the way that they lost. Just that's not that's not a typical way that Belichick loses. But no. the way that they lost, and apparently was, that was done. He that wasn't a call play. Yeah, they, they said no, Stevenson no. was supposed to go down. Yeah, and he didn't. Right. Tried to stay, keep it alive. 
But yeah, John, it was and, no, it was, it was a lot of fun. A lot of a lot of really unique games. All the overtime games. Certainly. I think there was and, only one game that was ten point spread. Yeah, the whole weekend. And I think we're starting to see how good Trevor Lawrence really is with a yeah. a good coach. Definitely. <laughs> and you know, not, not having <laughs> uh, Urban there. Fine. I mean, I don't want him because that means it takes a spot by my Dolphins. But hey, what what a way that they've turned this this season around. You know, they could just easy have they tanked and tank for, you know, whoever. Bryce Bryce Young, let's tank for Bryce like the Dolphins did for two a couple of years ago. But you know they're they're back in the mix. Um, I'm just that that was cool, guys. That's all I can say. So wish you guys again happy holidays. Yeah, you too, John. Thanks for everything. Yep, you've been great, Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Let's get uh, Tony next. Hey, Tony, what's up? How you doing, fellas? Good man. Good, good. I um I think I might have called y'all back in in mid season form. Um. There were some things I was looking at, and I thought like a lot of fans were kind of giving AR grief about, you know, if when he move on, the offense will look better. And I was in the opposite direction. I was thinking like, man, looking at this offense, how are we scoring 31 points a game? And it was basically big plays. And I'm looking at how defense played our offense, and I'm like, because that kid is back there behind, you know, behind the center. Allowed a lot of things to get covered up. Guys are not crashing. Their, their current linebackers constantly keeping their eyes on them, which allowed for these big plays that was helping us score these points in the season. The first time he's out on the field, what I was afraid of, I saw. I'm trying to. I think with with the speed receivers coming in, it may help the offense. But I'm like, man, I'm 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 worried that our offense is going to look just ridiculous without a a kid, a playmaker behind there. Well, you don't know who it's going to be, but I will say this, Tony. You were right because, <laughs> I mean, Anthony Richardson gave them a chance in every game. Uh, that's the only guy, that could, the quarterback on campus, that could give them a chance. And uh, that's why And when everybody was, well, we need Kitna, we need Miller, we need uh, let's play Engel, you know. I was always saying, look, the best quarterback is playing. There's a reason why he's playing. Now, is he good enough to get Florida to a uh, playoff? No, he's not that good. Uh, is he good enough to get Florida to 6-6? Six and six? Yeah. I mean, he was not a great quarterback, uh, but he was way better than anything they had on campus. And that you kind of got that illustration on on Saturday. There's no question about it, but... Uh, yeah, they're going to have to find somebody, and it's not going to be somebody who's here already. I can tell you that. Right. But, you know, you say that he couldn't get it. I mean, you take Anthony and put him on Georgia team. You take Stetson Bennett and put him on Florida team. I think you see Jack Miller. You know what I'm saying? Um, no, nah, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't agree with that at all. I think, I think, you, I, I think you, Anthony's problem is that Anthony was not good at seeing all the uh, things that were going on in the field. And often made really, and, and really bad throws. Issues. Yeah, uh, Betts, Stetson Bennett, uh, it was a really good player, and uh, he was a good player with a lot of great guys around him. And I will say this, and I agree with you on this, Tony. He didn't have uh, Anthony Richardson didn't have a lot of great talent around him. He didn't have great receivers. He didn't have any tight ends, which again is amazing that Florida had no tight end play this whole year. They had a couple of plays. Here and there, and that was it. But you missed the most important thing that Stetson. Have you ever watched Georgia play? 
and watch them struggle. I watched every one of their games. So they, they they struggle, but the defense gives them the ball back in two minutes later. Yep. They're struggling. And then they defense score. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony Richardson, you go two times, you're down 14 points. No, I totally agree with that. Totally agree with that. But I don't think Anthony was that kind of quarterback that could do that kind of thing that could overcome that. I mean, he was – look, Anthony Richardson I think is a great talent. He's unbelievable. But he was not He was not accurate quarterback, and he was not um, – he didn't always see things the way you should see him. But he was clearly the best guy they had. I mean, I think we all know that now. Um, but was he going to take him to a higher level? I don't know that he would have, you know. But again, I agree with you. I don't think if I had, and again, uh, Stetson Bennett didn't have great receivers this year. I mean, he had a, his best receiver was out almost all whole year. Uh, he's obviously got a tight end that's two, t- three tight ends that are really good. Um, but now nah, I just I I I think Anthony was was what he was, and I think Florida was what they were, and that that wasn't a great combination. And I, 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 one more statement, I'll leave it at that. Me just watching football, you know, NFL background, college background, watching that game Saturday left me thinking, believe it or not, this kid just made some money because now when these scouts go in there, you know, and say why you struggle, they may look at his offense and say, we understand, you know. And I, I just, that's my view from it, you know what I'm saying? Just watching how it looks, it, it kind of gives them his ages and all his people the cop out there, you know what I'm saying? Oh, look, struggling. look, Anthony Richardson is going to make a ton of money mm-hmm. at the start, okay? Because he's going to go to the combine. Yeah, he'll be great at the combine. He is going to be unbelievable. Then he won't throw. He'll wait till pro day here. He'll throw to guys that are wide open, and he'll look unbelievable. But somebody's going to get him, and they're going to go, well, why can't you do this in a game? And they're going to – and three years later, he may not have that great th- third-year contract. Or he might. I hope he does. I hope he's great. All I know is what I saw during his full season at Florida, which was a guy who was very erratic, was not very accurate. Uh, the NFL is going to love him. They're going to draft him. He's going to be a first-round draft pick. All these people who keep going, he won't be in the draft in the first round. I saw him play. No, he'll be a first-round draft pick. All right, Tony. Thank you, man. Bye. Bye. Appreciate you. we got to get this final break of the hour. We'll do it and come back and uh, wrap up. Hour number one. But remember, we're here all the way until 6 o'clock here on the tailgate. The flagship of the Florida Gators. ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM. WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs, and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. The holidays are here, and as much as we like friends and family coming over, sometimes there are those few that make the house smell like poo-poo. 
Well, there's an easy solution for the ones you don't want in the house. Show them the outhouse. Because with Florida Portable Services, it's as easy as you not liking that casserole that Grandma brought over. They provide portable toilets, restroom trailers with AC, and you can even listen to music and watch TV while you pee. Call 1-800-864-5387 and book your reservation today. The only place in America where interest rates are going down is International Diamond Center. And due to overwhelming response, IDC is extending our free finance offer through Christmas Eve. So you can make any holiday jewelry purchase at the unbeatable no middleman price we're famous for and spread your payments over five years with zero interest, zero finance charges. So that $6,000 piece of designer jewelry is just $100 a month. That $3,000 pair of diamond hoop earrings, just $50 a month. And if you're getting engaged this holiday season, you can take advantage of this to get the designer ring of their dreams. Thousands of new rings to choose from. This Christmas, we know every dollar counts. And at IDC, we've got a fantastic collection of timeless gifts to fit any budget with expert guidance from our non-commissioned experts. Ask about instant savings, 20 to 40% on select hand-picked items as well as we continue to break all the rules. Merry Christmas from International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. Score big this Christmas with a gift from Electronics World. Hi, this is Chris Doring. I trust Electronics World for the electronics in my home and highly recommend them. In football, you have to have a great lineup to be successful. And it's the same for the electronics in your home. Check out the Electronics World lineup. Sony, Bowers & Wilkins, Marantz, Yamaha, BDI, Sunbright, Sonos, URC, and more. This holiday season, give them or yourself a gift to enhance your home or office from Electronics World in Gainesville. Online at electronicsworld.net. The college football bowl season is underway. Catch the Radiance Technology Independence Bowl as the Houston Cougars face the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Join us live from Independence Stadium in Shreveport for the Radiance Technology Independence Bowl on Bowl Season Radio. Coverage begins Friday afternoon at 3, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. From the film room to every fourth down conversion, football lives here. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Ooh, I know this is from. Me too. I know it. Home Alone. Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. But to be fair, I watched it the other night. Oh, so you... Well, yeah. I didn't watch it. Like, Karen's got it on all the time. Like, Karen is a sucker for Christmas. Yeah. And I love that about her. One of the many things I love about her. She makes all the holidays special in our house, and she's watching Home Alone, and I hear the I, I, I hear the music from the other room, and yeah. I go, oh, you're watching Home Alone? Yeah. So. You can tell. No, good ones. We'll, uh, we'll give you some extra music throughout the- uh, music? Some music. <laughs> Let's get Old Gator to wrap up the hour. Hey, Old Gator. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I uh, got a couple of Gator things, but first, and maybe more important, Pat, did you ever figure out what- what incarnate word is? 
Their nickname? The well, card the Cardinals. Yeah, the Cardinals. No, no, no. You were saying what is an incarnate word? Did you ever figure out what that was? No, I did not look that up. But I okay, did watch no, their game the other night. It was a really good game. I, it was. I saw part of it. Anyway, just to enlighten you for the season, incarnate word from the Bible or from a, a, a Christmas carol, uh, veiled in flesh, the Godhead see, hail the incarnate deity. It's referring to God coming in the flesh in the person of Jesus Christ. That's the that's where an incarnate word comes from. Well, so I, now I know there that. Go, there's your Christmas lesson. Okay, um, on um, on the Gators, I, for the first time this year, I felt like we really got out coached, and uh, it, it's like our preparation, or our plan just wasn't what needed to be. And then as the game went on, the effort wasn't. So that was the first time I was. I mean, I was disappointed I lost to Vanderbilt, but I was just really. I, I, I didn't know if we are going to win, but I thought we would show better than that. I'm grateful we kicked the field goal, even though that's being criticized on Twitter. Like, you know, that's uh, unusual. Don't worry about Twitter. Twitter is going to be well, dead you're, you're, in about a, another month anyway. So You're, you're right. You're, you, you, I, I tried to worry about it, but it, you, you get the quick comments there. But more to a bigger point, Pat, do you feel like a, a significant percentage of Gator fans uh, – have lost confidence in Coach Billy Napier, or do you feel like it's just kind of a reaction and get a good recruiting class and some transfers and we'll be all excited when we go to the mountains again to play Utah? Well, no, I I think that a lot of people have uh, jumped off that bandwagon, um, and I mentioned this in my uh, my story for Gators Wire. Jeremy Foley used to say, don't jump off the bandwagon because if you when you try to get back on, I hope you don't sprain an ankle on the way down. So, um, okay. you know, I no people are not real happy right now, and I understand it. But I think this is going to be a process. Talk to me in year three, and then we'll then we'll decide what's going on here. All right, old Gator, thank you, appreciate that. That is it for hour number one. A lot more of that conversation plus whatever else you want in hour two of the tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Got chronic joint pain but want to avoid steroids and surgery? Take some advice from pro football legend Emmett Smith. 
Call QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life with biologic therapies that get your body to repair and restore damaged tissue. These exciting new regenerative treatments from local medical professionals can help your body heal itself with lasting pain relief. Trust me, you want to avoid surgery if you can. Check out these biologic treatments to see what your options are. QC Kinetics, restorative, regenerative solutions with no downtime, no surgery, no drugs. I'm talking about joint pain we all can relate to in your knees, your shoulders, your hips, and your lower back. They'll get you feeling good again. Get relief now. What are you waiting on? Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. Since 1971, Melden Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Melden Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Melden Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldenLaw.com. At Radiant Credit Union, we can't read minds, but we're pretty sure you'd like to save some money. Radiant gives our members a few ways to save a little every day. For starters, Radiant members who use their Visa debit card for signature purchases earn a nickel back on each transaction. And with our Even Up Savings account, they also earn an amazing rate on their spare change from every purchase. Find out all the ways Radiant Credit Union helps you earn and save at radiantcu.org slash earnmore. Federally insured by NCUA. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. That didn't sound like a Christmas song. Out of the bricks. Okay. That's the top of the hour. <laughs> I was just giving him Seth a hard time. Poor Seth, who does all the work here, and then now he's got to be the producer for the shows. And luckily, he'll walk away from here a feeling very good because we'll be done, he'll be done, he can move on. Go to where are you going? Back to Indianapolis. Indiana. Twenty six bowl games, gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, starting tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon with the what do we have tomorrow? The Potato Bowl. Mm-hmm. So twenty six well, bowl no, games over the, it's the span of famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Yes. Not just the Potato Bowl. Famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Yeah, no, it'll be fun. Do you yeah, know make sure you in tune into the station. No. The the potatoes against the famous. Ketchup. There are no carry this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this game. Uh, by the way, we're actually watching it. Uh, we have no choice. But Marshall is beating UConn twenty-eight nothing. Not a real surprise. Speaking there. of UConn, do you see they're now ranked second in the country in basketball? So, team that came in here and spanked the Gators around a little bit was pretty you, good. You knew how good they were when you watched them. Yeah, they were a really tell. good team. You know, it was not a good team. Florida. 
we'll, we'll see how they do. I, like I said, Wednesday's a big game for them. They need to win that game Wednesday. Neutral site, Charlotte, win the game. Go out and play. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go to the phones. Our second hour brought to you by Meldon Law. They won't back down. Steve kicks it off. Hey, Steve. Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I'm Pat. I believe <clears throat> I believe the game's at Tuesday at 930 on the deuce. Yeah. Well, girls play Wednesday. Guys play Tuesday. Yeah. Um, no, I thought it was the other way around. No. Guys first, girls second. Girls are Tuesday. Right. Guys are Wednesday. No. Guys are Tuesday. <laughs> girls are Wednesday. Yes. Okay. Well, either way, they're playing. Um. Pat, question for you. Um, usually, YouTube keeps up with your uh, your podcasts. Um, I don't know what's going on, but they're they're way behind. Um, Apple has them, but they're not. You know, you it's it's not visual. It's just you know uh, vocal. Um, do you have any idea why they're like on one ninety six and you're up to what two hundred two or two hundred three? Yeah. Well, apparently, some people complain because they don't want to see my face. So they, they <laughs> stopped it. No, we, well, I think what we've been dealing with a lot of technical problems. We're just trying to get it out there right now. Uh, eventually, after the new year, we're going to go back to being a live podcast and then it'll be up on YouTube a lot faster. But I will mention it uh, to uh, Tammy, our producer, about making sure that we get that up on YouTube. But uh, yeah, it's, believe me, you're not missing anything not seeing me. Well, I'd, I'd still rather watch it. Um, a question for you. I was flipping through my phone today, and I saw something. I don't know if it was YouTube or whatever. It was a short flip, uh, and they were talking about one of the uh, Gators rushing, number 33. Did you see that, or did you see it in the game, um, how he's just walking up there and and then standing there, do you know anything about I, what I'm talking about? I don't about? even know. Yeah, I have no idea. Okay. Say, mean, say that again. They showed a short blip of number 33. Uh, Which is, who's Princely. Okay. Uh, and he was on the, from what I'm looking at, he was on the left side of the defensive line, and he just walked up towards the uh, offensive guy and didn't – I mean, I don't know if it was – I don't know anything about it because that's all they showed. I mean, I don't know if stuff's on YouTube is real half the time or not. I don't I don't watch it much, but they it came up on my phone. Well, um, it seems that you watch it a lot because you've been saying you didn't see get to see our podcast on there. You are watching something on there. But no, I, I don't. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Uh, look, there was a lot of – there was some give up in that game. There's no question. I I'm not going to call him out because I did not see that. Okay, I did, I didn't know, you know, if, if it, either one of you did. Uh, I didn't. I watched the game and I didn't see it on the game. But you know, you're concentrating on the action at the time with the guy running or passing or whatever. And so I didn't see it. Maybe one of the other guy, uh, one of the other people that's listening can you know expand on it or something. But. Uh, Anyway, I, I kind of quit watching late because I kind of watched. I mean, I had it on the second TV, but I was watching that Vikings game, which was unbelievable. I was I was into that. Yeah, that was something. Uh, what I watched a lot of was uh, the Jaguars. I think I think Lawrence is showing uh, finally 
after they got rid of Urban, at why he was the number one draft pick. I know, I know the interception sealed the game, but he he brought him back, and and that was a phenomenal game. No, it was. I mean, it was. I actually found myself rooting for the Jaguars, which I never do, and then. I mean, it just was a weekend of just incredible yeah. comeback. And, and I think it, it shows you, obviously, that Trevor Lawrence can be the guy, coached up the right way. I mean, he's only got one pick over the last month and a half, a lot of touchdowns, and he's he just he, the throw that he made to keep the drive alive to get that field goal was something not a lot of people in this world can do. You're right. It, it, was, it was phenomenal. I agree. All right, well, thank you, guys. All right. Happy New Year, and have a great, great have Christmas. A, have, you have a good holiday. Yep, guys. you as well. Let's uh, keep it rolling with who's next? Kenny. Hey, Kenny, welcome to the tailgate. Hey, guys, how's it going? Sounds great on the radio. Nothing's breaking up today, so excellent Sweet. so far. Hey, I just, uh, you know, looking back on the, you know, on the season, on the takeaways, I like to do some takeaways. And, you know, I thought Coach did all he could uh, running plays that he felt would, were high percentage plays. Um, that doesn't mean a whole lot in the last game because, you know, we had we had what we had as a quarterback. Um, nothing against Miller. He just hadn't had any time, any reps. But, um, you know, I was thinking today, I said, looking back, it it's like, I hate to say putting lipstick on a pig, but I got to just go with that right now, is at the Tennessee game when we had the ball, if we did the Hail Mary and got a touchdown and went ahead and won the game, and same thing at Vandy, we'd be two wins better. And But I think the fans would still be upset because it seems like, you know, the, the level of play is what it is. And, uh, you know, I think we expect us to be a better team and not struggle to last-second plays to win. Um, but, you know, the record at this point for me, it, it would have been. Just, I would have felt the same way I feel about the team right now, as just not having enough go get them elite players right mm-hmm. now. Um, you know, and it, it, two more wins would have just put a band aid on some hollering and screaming. I think, um, and I'm just you know I've been trying to shake off the mode of the last few years of being overly critical of our recruiting, which I probably still like a. You know, feel like I should be, but I think at least Napier is is on the ball trying to get these kids in. He's on the trail, and um, I'm I'm excited about that. I'm I'm just waiting to get through this portal time and see who he gets uh, committed and signed, and and uh, and I hope that the university and the fans will give him time to develop those players that come in now through their junior year. And, and that's going to tell the tale, I think, right there is enough time. And, and if it isn't there, it isn't there. Well, the but university will give him the time. I don't The fans, whether the fans yeah. do or not, is almost irrelevant. I mean, the fans can complain all they want, but they're not going to get a coach fired. They never do. I, I think they think they do. But, look, right. the, the bottom line is Florida's put all their chips in the middle of the table with uh, Billy Napier. And they, they think he's going to be a good coach. And he had a bad, tough first year. Uh, it wasn't good. Uh, but um, you you would hope that it's going to get better. Yeah, they're, they're Kenny, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. They're just they're not very good. 
Think about this. I was when you're watching that game. How many SEC players, SEC players, what I'm mm-hmm. talking about, do you think were on Oregon State's team? There were several. Yeah. There weren't that many on Florida's team. No, I mean, Not even, S- even elite uh, SEC. Well, quick wide guys. receiver was yeah. pretty dynamic of a player. But yeah, Kenny, I like. I like to walk around you know, after I get done with my duties. I get about twenty minutes. I run down to the field real quick, and I just want to see sizes of teams and players. And right. there's been a lot of times where Florida's been outmanned in the league. But then even like I was like, all right, so we're going to out athlete Oregon yeah. State. But then I get down there and I see him. I was like, man, those guys still look like they're probably better. Not- we I they just don't think fourth that, and fifth year guys. Yeah, I just too. don't think yeah. that we have that good of players. And Billy Napier is well aware of that. And as you were talking, it made me think a little bit. I know people are upset about pancake guy not coming here, running back not coming here, and they're going to Miami and they're getting outpaid and all this other stuff. But maybe what Billy Napier is thinking through all this is, gosh, these young guys may not be the answer. So I'm not going to be willing to offer a million, two million, whatever it might be in an NIL deal to a freshman. I want to go out and get these veteran guys that have proven that they can done it at other places. So maybe that's where the money's going to go into. And then you get now more mature guys that have been around the block, have played the sport, that understand what they're doing. It, it has to be a quick fix, and you're not going to fix it with freshmen. So, I mean, to me, that what might be Texas what the mindset A&M is. being the perfect example yeah, you, of that. Yeah, you yeah. get a whole bunch of freshmen, but they're not ready yet. Not good. Like, Napier needs to make this team much better, much more physical, a lot bigger, a lot stronger. And the only way you're going to do that is with the portal. So, there you go. He gone. Okay. He gone. He gone. But no, that's that's the truth. I I think that uh, I think uh, I've been fooled by the roster two years in a row. Yeah. And I think the reason is because guys who I know who they are sound like they're better players than they are. Mm-hmm. Like you hear a guy's name, you go, oh yeah, they've had him for a couple of. Look, they they didn't have talent this year. They didn't have a lot of talent. They had one incredibly talented athlete in in Anthony Richardson, who was not a good quarterback. They've had they had one guy who played his ass off in Ventrell Williams Miller. or Ventrell Miller, who was not there for the game. Um, they had a lot of guys that yeah. were. He had a good offensive lineman in Torrance, and yeah, you know, an okay receiver in Shorter. Pearsall's yeah, decent, but right. not ready for the NFL. Yeah. And then how fitting was it that the last play that Zero made was a play he didn't make? And then he and said that tackle, and then like five minutes later he's got to edit. He's got to post it out. Yeah, post it up that he's entering the NFL. Uh, to me that was No, he's fitting. not entering the NFL. Well, he's, he's quitting Florida. He's going into the draft, which that to me that was fitting of a lot of Well, you know what? Stuff. Trey Dean will probably make a team because he'll play special teams. And if you can play special teams yeah. and be a – and they can see, hey, maybe eventually he'll turn into a guy we can put in the game if yeah. we have to. He'll make a team because he's a good athlete, He, but he's not a good football player. All right. We'll get a break and come back and keep it going with this conversation. You're listening to The Tailgate. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM. W-R-U-F. 
Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself every morning i get up start the trek into town for a busy day ahead and every morning i kid you not i pass an ugly green van or truck along the way heading to work as well but the best part of that site is i know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. As we roll into holiday season, it's time to get the family together and enjoy the best pizza in Gainesville. You all know we make delicious pies and heavenly garlic knots, but we sell memories. So come down to our iconic location on 23rd Avenue to relive old ones and make some new ones. Relax with a few pints from our local breweries, beat the high scores on Galaga or Miss Pac-Man, pick up a gift card or t-shirt for that perfect stocking stuffer. See you soon. When the moon hits your eye like a big... Oh, I'm still recording. Oh, Gators Gymnastics returns to Exact Tech Arena. This 2023 team features the return of some recognizable faces, as well as an exciting group of new Gators. With just five meets at home this season, you won't want to miss a moment of the action. For the full schedule and information on all the matchups this season, follow at Gators G-Y-M on social now. And lock in your seats to see every stuck landing and perfect 10 live in person. Visit FloridaGators.com slash tickets today. Go Gators! We're proud to be your home for Gator women's basketball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. It's one of my favorites right here. You might be able to make snowmen in Gainesville. It'll be 27 Christmas morning. I don't think it's going to rain. 
Which I mean, it's not going to stop. Did you watch? Go stand the, uh, on your roof and put the hose on. Did you watch the Bills? Dolphins. Dolphins game. Yes. At the end, that was unbelievable. I had to watch. I had to watch it Sunday morning because I was flying back Saturday. Oh, the the end, the last quarter was unbelievable because yeah, the whole snow just, came down. They were like, "It's gonna snow! It's gonna snow!" It never snowed. And you're like, "Uh," and then all of a sudden, it just came down, and it was it was a great game. Yeah. Give credit to the Dolphins. They yeah, battled right up there. there and right, we're right in it. Trouble is, they'll probably have to go back up there to to win to, if they want to. But advance. they showed they could. Well, they didn't. Pass interference call. Yeah. There's Let me tell you something. what. Always. Let me, Let me tell you what. Every time you think you don't like officials, go watch another game in another sport. Yeah. And you'll eventually you'll go. They're all bad. I mean, and the Raiders call showed the guy stepped on the line in the end zone on the touchdown. Yeah. It actually is probably going to make me lose my fantasy game because the guy Aww. had Derek Carr. So that's six points that I really could have used, and I didn't get it. You didn't have gambling uh, all over the place. <laughs> didn't have Cooper Cup. Same no, thing. You didn't have. Uh, I can't think of his name. Chandler, the the guy who ran back the uh, interception. Oh no, I didn't have. Yeah. that. <laughs> I don't know. What do you call that? It's, it's not defensive even, touchdown. But it's not a uh, interception. It's a. It's a fumble recovery. But it's not a fumble. But still, it is a fumble. That's how they're recorded. It's a backwards pass. Yeah, lateral. Mike, what's up? Hey guys, season's greetings. You too. Hey, guys, one thing on the bowl game and a quick look ahead to next year, but Jeff, as the old saying goes, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, <laughs> but did you have a fun trip, and did you win? It was a good quick trip. Um, won the first night, lost the second night, changed dealers on us, and she kicked our ass. Yeah. I, I, need, to know when, I need to know when to, to get out. When you're ahead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jeff, did you get a chance to explore the strip? I know you were down there at Mandalay. Did you get up to win and – North Strip. No, nah, there was just no time. We we got out and played no played golf all day Friday, so it, it took up a majority of the day. So it was it was tough, but I'll be back there soon and we'll be able to do all that. Hey guys, just two quick things. One thing on the bowl game and a quick look ahead to next year. But guys, um y'all have a vocal AR community there locally. Um but uh, I look at this the way college football is now. Whatever you think about Florida football this year and whatever you think about AR this year, they were linked at the hip and I just think Florida football without AR wasn't really Florida a Florida football team in 2022. Well, we only saw one game of that, but um, no, he was the guy that gave them a chance. He was also the guy that sometimes cost them the game. Cost them the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of good and a lot of bad. But I mean, Florida complete competed well against Florida State, and Florida State's the best team in the state this year. And um, so, whatever on that, I just kind of think it's. Leave all these coaches alone on these bowl games anymore. As crazy as college football is, is my personal opinion. No, I, I, I don't. I never value the what you do in a bowl game as being. I mean, Steve Spurrier wasn't a great bowl coach. Yeah, but opt outs, Pat. Of course, he was also well. He didn't have to deal with opt outs. He had to deal with. He was usually in a sugar or an orange or a big game, and he was playing against a really good team. And the, so, we know, uh, you know, Pat, if you. If you think about it, Pat, Florida beat Utah, almost beat Tennessee, um, almost beat FSU. I'm probably leaving a lot of stuff out here. They but almost they did a lot of things, yeah. Yeah, there were there were high moments. So, and then you you take AR off the field, and I just have a hard time hearing Napier get ripped when his quarterback wasn't there. Well, but I will say this: um, I, I I don't think he gave his quarterback a lot of good opportunities to do well and I I think that that's also on him but 
No, that, that look, I told everybody before the game, this is not going to be good for Florida. Oregon State's a really good team. Oregon State was 14th in the country going into the game with a 9-3 and record. You know who wasn't? Florida. Yeah, and, and they had a purpose. There was only the third time in school history they got it the 10 wins. So it was huge It meant a lot. That's what I kept trying to tell people, and they were like, ah, now it's a Pac-12. Don't worry about the, the Pac-12. They don't have any players out there. No, they got good players, and the bottom line is if they, they, they were a bunch of older guys who wanted to win. And so hey, last did. thing for you guys. Last thing, guys. I don't think I think we can all agree here. Georgia's not going away. They're probably going to keep loading up with these five-star dudes. So, and I'm looking into next year as who's most well placed to compete with Georgia. And um, let's face it, we're in the season now. Fans are mad. Let's go out and pay a bunch of players. Wild Wild West. But looking ahead, guys, my I think the way to look at who's going to compete with Georgia is, is who's got the best system. And, Pat, I'll never forget, when I first started listening to you, you'd fly into Knoxville back in the early 90s. You'd be talking to Himes, and you sounded like you knew something everybody else didn't know out there in radio land. And what you knew was, Spurrier's a better coach than everybody else. And I'm looking around. Hey, when are we going to go to this pod system? I heard Steve uh, interviewing his buddy who's the Auburn AD now. Are we two years off from the pod system? I, I don't know if they're going to do the pod system. I don't either. I, I think I think we're actually – now the, the the word is in 2024, Oklahoma and Texas are going to go ahead and come a year early. Yeah. So, so we'll so see what happens year. there, yeah. So, so same format next year, right? It's Correct. It's going to be two divisions. Yeah. And guys, Florida um, gets Arkansas as their um, yeah. revolving team. Yeah, yeah. I've just never been much of a Beamer guy, guys, and it looks like Kentucky and Missouri are bringing their coaches back. And I still wonder what Napier's system after a year looking at it is. And I'm thinking – Who's best competed uh, place to compete with Georgia next year? And it's Tennessee because Hopple can coach. I agree. Hey, that's all I got, guys. Y'all hang in there. All right, thanks, Mike. Right now, you yeah, would have to consider them I, the next. I, I, I don't know. If depending on what they do at quarterback, you got to have somebody to lead that system. Well, and and the other thing is, uh, you know, is Carson Beck going to be the next guy that manages Georgia's offense? So. Mm-hmm. I I I I think it'll at least it will be that opening. But look, they've recruited better than everybody else, and that's why they have the best team uh, every year. But and they they'll do. probably win the whole thing again this year. John joins us next. Hey, John. Hey, Pat and Zach. Hey, I called up last week. I thought about the game was going to be uh, close to be an exciting game, but I don't mind telling you I was wrong. You're wrong about the names too, but that's all right. Yeah. It was exciting for a half. <laughs> yeah, I like, yeah, yeah. Come on now, you know Pat. He's been around a while. Yeah, yeah. It was exciting yeah. for a half. I mean, it was ten nothing. Yeah. I mean, it, that that was a competitive game, but when yeah, you get two, yeah, when you get it, seven yeah. yards in a, a a full half of football, you're not going to win many games. But, you know, y'all, I've been listening to the people talking. You know, they, they was right. You know, Florida, all these bowl games, is the top players are opting out. It's like LSU and Purdue. They say Purdue, all their top players are just not going to play in the bowl yeah, game. Yeah, their quarterback's not playing. That's the yeah, huge but I'm saying for them. Do you think, I mean, what's the use in playing the bowl games? It's just go right to the top. You well, know what I mean? Good, I mean, good for the players. players. They, they got the experience Yeah, of, that's of the Vegas thing. And, 
Somebody Some, was something they'll never maybe ever get to do. Somebody again. was saying something about bowl games the other day, and I was like, "Do you think Florida players did not have a good time out no, there? They really enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, it's it, well, that's yeah, why you have the did, bowls. And I mean, and to, for the to community be in, and to be in that locker room after the game and see people crying and understanding it's the last time they're ever going to put on a uniform. I mean, you got to have that kind of stuff. And yeah, look, yeah, we're going to have bowl games as long as there is an ESPN. Playing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of freshmen, a lot of new players that ain't never played what they played the last game in high school. You know, they out there playing in a major bowl. I mean, not a major, but a bowl game that everybody's watching. You know, I understand that, but these these players, I don't know these these uh, top players are topping out. You know, it ain't you know it just ain't good. It don't seem like to me. Well, it, there's nothing you can do about it though. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know it, but. Uh, well, talking about a different thing, I'm talking about Coach, Coach Napier. Like I said, it's going to take him a while, but I think we're going to have some, some good recruit, top recruits coming in. By the time it's over with, I think we'll probably be about eight or ninth in the in the country in recruiting. What should, think? should be. It's big. Uh, yeah, in the top it, ten, I think we'll be in the top ten in recruiting. The only problem with the bowl game being yeah. when it was a couple of days ago, you missed out on that final recruiting weekend. You wonder if they would have been able to close on a few more guys. But again, it's going to be more about the yeah. transfer portal this year than anything else. Yeah, yeah. I think old, old Cattleman, I like coming in after him. Old Cattleman, he he got a good, pretty good. Uh, he he got some pretty good points. You know, sometimes he goes off the rail. You know, sometimes but sometimes he got some pretty good points. All right, I I can't remember one, but go. Ahead. <laughs> he can't remember one. You know what he sounds like to me? I think he's a trial lawyer from Tennessee. Maybe so. <laughs> All right. All right. Yep. I would go. Thank you, Zach. Appreciate that, not, Zach. Did not graduate. Good, good call, Zach. <laughs> did, did not graduate from college. Is what I will go with. Let's get Porter to join us next. Hey, Porter, what's up? Hey, guys. A couple things. Hey, man, I can't believe you're t- not talking about the the awesome, exciting Argentina win over France. <laughs> it was big. I, I actually was in. Uh, what sport was that in? I was I was doing a little shopping, and I was in Best Buy at the time of the penalty kicks, and there was probably about yeah. thirty people huddled around the TVs in the back, watching it and cheering I, and screaming. I, it was I, pretty I, fun. I boycotted it. I had it on in the in the morning, and you know, sort of halfway watching it, and and it was two nothing Argentina, and I went to the store. And during, during the intermission, wasn't really that excited. And I came back, and you know, it was on Fox, and I was piddling around out there, and I came came back in, and, and Fox was doing football, so I figured it was over. And I guess it was just a delay between the end of regulation and, and the added time, because I came back, and all of a sudden, the game was on. And I was like, huh? <laughs> but um, it was actually it was pretty exciting for, for two teams that you know I really didn't care. I had to, you know, I had to pick Argentina because my daughters uh, got a, a tie, tie there, so, you know. It was good. It was it was a, it was exciting for soccer. Exactly, exactly. Um, uh, one quick thing. Um, I, I as as uh, as awful as the whole game was, it was so f- kind of funny that at the end we got to make fun of Tennessee. And the reason is this: even though the, the two games were totally different, it was so almost strikingly parallel between the end of the '94 game at Tennessee. Where t- we were up thirty-one nothing, and Tennessee all of a sudden late in the game got had the first and goal at the three, 
And uh, if you remember, um, Pat, uh, the uh, first a lot of the first gator, first team gator defense ran out there, and the coaches apparently after the game, so they weren't sure, they didn't know, they put themselves back in or whatever, and it wasn't intentional. You know, I have no idea whether that's true or not. But anyway, Tennessee went first and goal at the three, and I don't remember the exact number, but it's like second and goal at the eight, third and goal at the fifteen, and fourth and goal at the twenty-five. And then they send their kickout, their their field goal team out there, and you know, there's only about a fourth of the Tennessee fans left, and all the Gator fans are still there. And I've never heard so few people boo so loudly. All the Tennessee fans are going, man, what the fuck are you doing kicking a field goal down 31? I think the whole the Gator fans go, we want our shot out. We want our shot out, you know. And um, I, I, then I heard afterwards, Tennessee had some long um, home streak of not being shot out that uh, that we got to end that. And then ironically, of course, our game well, was on 30. Yeah, the reason, it, the reason it came down to that last play because this crappy quarterback threw an interception. Uh, his name was Daniel Werfel, who th- He threw it. He was not the starter in that game, and he came in late and he threw a. He was trying to throw a uh, post pattern, and Jack Jackson did an out, and it was an easy interception. That's why they got down there. But I, I was sitting there the same way, and I will say this: I thought about this on Saturday. I go, you know, we come in here, there are going to be people who are going to say this, and they're right, that if this was Miami or Florida State or Tennessee. They kicked a field goal at the end of that game to keep a, a shutout streak intact. We would be making fun of them, but we're not. I, but I, I, I totally agreed with them kicking the field goal there. I do too. I don't. I don't have a problem with that. It's, it's better. It's just it was so funny because they were so strikingly similar. I think Tennessee ended up at the twenty-five and then missed a forty-two or forty-three, and we ended up at the twenty-two and made. Hey, a, you weren't going to score a touchdown on fourth down? No. Yeah. So right. take to get no, the point. Michael, get him. I mean, thirty-one-seven <laughs> and thirty-one-three are not that different. Or 30, right. 30 30 to seven, thirty to three. Well, my, my pick on the game, not to brag, but it was, it was the under, and that was pretty 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 safe bet. Uh, one quick thing I hate to mention now, but instead of the east-west for the for – the, for the, uh, instead of – he might mention the pods. How about a north-south? You have Florida, Georgia, LSU, Auburn, A&M, Mississippi State, South Carolina, and Texas in the south. And then you have Tennessee, Alabama, uh, Kentucky, Vandy, Ole Miss, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Missouri in the north. And that maintains all of the – um, you know the one you have the one o'clock one across. You have Georgia, Miami, uh, Alabama would have Auburn in the East. Florida could have Tennessee if they want, and so forth. That uh, Mississippi has the Egg Bowl. That maintains all the uh, traditional games and might make more ge- geographic regional sense than we have now. Of course, Oklahoma, Tennessee, uh, Texas would be there annual. Just a thought, guys. Be get, uh, be safe. Everybody have a great Christmas. Go Gators! All right, Porter. Thank you. Please call a, an Alabama talk show and tell them they're going to be in the North. Yeah, I know that's a, that was <laughs> they the will, one. They will lose their mind. What are you talking about? We are southern gentlemen. We are not going to be in the north or the what I call the union. (laughs) Maybe so. All right, break will happen now, and then we'll come back and uh, keep it going. You're listening to The Tailgate. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry, the best possible prices. And now this holiday season, the best is even better as you can save an extra 20% off diamond studs, gemstone jewelry, and if you're ready to make this December the decider on that special somebody for forever, well, you can get an engagement ring for 10% off their already low prices. Check out all their inventory online at oaksjewelry.com and then stop by to see it in person from the people that know jewelry. 
1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Yes. It's hot out, an obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you, 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their life Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Clear skies through the early evening will gradually give way to mostly cloudy skies through the overnight hours with temperatures falling only into the low 50s. That's thanks to the fact that we'll have that cloud cover moving in. Rain chances will go up as we go into the day tomorrow, especially by the mid to late morning hours. I think rain will be moving into the Gainesville area. Rain could be heavy at times with highs tomorrow in the low 60s. From the Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. And now, the, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. <laughs> Seton sent this video. All it is is guys carrying the ball, whether it's in the NBA or college. It's just Reggie Jackson. You got an official standing right there, and you got a player who puts his hand underneath the basketball. If you can't get by somebody when they allow you to carry the ball like that, you should be ashamed. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We are your home for the New Year's Six Bowl Series and the College Football Playoff, your college football holiday headquarters. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Is this for a lives? It is. There's not too many people who even know who Burl lives is. But. He was long gone before I was even on Earth. Burl 
he was also the in one of those movies, one of those animated stop action. I think it might have been Rudolph. He was a main character in that. Fertilize. Mm-hmm. There you go. You got all that going for you. Yeah, it was good. And we got plenty of phone calls going for us, so let's get back to them as uh, Mike joins us next. Hey, Mike, what's up? Yeah, it's Frosty the Snowman. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. And, Pat, you remember this. On Captain Kangaroo, they, they, he, he taught how to wash hands, and all you could see were the hands, and he sang a little song. Yep, I do. Well, yep. I'm, I'm, unfortunately, I am old enough to remember Captain Kangaroo and Mr. <laughs> no, Mr. Green Jeans. Yeah, and how about uh, Ranger Howe? Yeah. Oh, I was on exactly. Ranger Howe. I was yeah, actually the, on the show sure. one time. It's fun to get up in the morning because that's when the day begins. Yeah. So I, I woke up today every day. Um, I agree with everything you, you guys You probably said saw me then on Ranger Howe, and you were probably like, that seems like a pretty smart guy. Yeah, that guy there, he's probably going to grow up to be a great sports writer. <laughs> um, and you were wrong. <laughs> no, no, that's not true, right? Pat, you're a great sports writer. Um, the, the thing about this year that bothered me more than anything was the lack of effort of the players. I sent you a little clip of one of the players and I, I could point that out all year long where guys just weren't even trying. And, you know, I can excuse anything like a talent or something, but effort, if you can't get effort out of your players, then it doesn't matter, you know, what kind of coach you are. You got to be able to get your players to give a hundred percent. That was, that did not happen, especially on the defense. And that worries me. And then when you see his pregame speech, it's just, not real motivating. You know, coach has to be motivating. He's got to be able to be the, the leader of the team. And uh, I just didn't see a lot of that. And that worries me. But he's doing a good job on recruiting. And I think we can all agree that Dan Mullen left this program in bad shape. Yes. He did. Uh, and I, I do think yeah. that there were I, – I thought they played pretty hard this year compared to last year. But, again, our our – our view is skewed because of last year total give up. Uh, this yeah. year, I think guys played hard. They just didn't always yeah. play hard game, yeah. play to play. But um, and well, I, I will say this: don't worry about a pregame speech that a coach gives because that's a pregame speech he gives for TV. That's not what he's actually telling the players uh, okay. pregame. Okay, believe well, me. Anyway, it's, it's, believe it's, it's me on that. Not really important. Yeah. Uh, it's just, <laughs> The, uh, Pat, I think for six quarters, you saw what effort is. And then we didn't see it the rest of the year. That's what I'm talking about, effort. You, we had a lot of players that just played when they felt like it. The, the, the last two coaches, in my opinion, didn't have a lot of discipline. Uh, the, the players' lack of effort, especially on defense, was very visible. And I think we just had a whole lot of players that just didn't feel like playing hard. You know, if they felt like it, they did. I just you know, and when Charlie Pell came in here the first year, we're o ten and one. But there was I, I felt good about it because the players played hard. They played hard every single game. But you know, this this I mean, it just bothers me that you've got to be able to motivate your players. You've got to have them have some pride playing for the University of Florida. And I think they've lost that right now. So. Uh, that's the one thing I, I hope he can improve on. Uh, yeah, I, I, Mike, I, I agree with you a little bit, and I always sit there and question, even talk about it with Tate sometimes on the pregame, like how do you not get jacked up to 
play a game. You've only got 12 or yeah. 13 of these, whatever it might be. But then you also, like, I, I don't want you to be completely thinking that Napier's not that type of person. Because if you go back and you listen to Ventrell Miller and some of the things that he said, you listen to some of these other players, like the guys that became the true leaders. Jermon Dexter after the game. Yeah, they yeah. talked about yeah. how much and how important it was to play this year and how it was their most favorite year of being in a Gator uniform because of what oh, this coaching right. staff did for them yeah. and, and yeah, how man. they got them to play and how comfortable it made them and how they got treated and all that other stuff. So. Yeah, the, the, there wasn't. There's not necessarily always the the rah rah or the you know the kind of the motivational yelling and getting into it. But if you got to hear, because you know I know the way you are when you call the show and, and and the type of person you know that you want Coach Napier to be, I can assure you he's that person. And yeah, and, and how much care he has for all those players and what he does for them is is right there. And and I I don't know if I've ever seen a coach around here be the way that he is to them. Well, and that's what's going to build. And you, I, he really had to clean house. No doubt. I think we had 30 or 40 players here that just did not care to play hard for the University of Florida. It didn't mean anything to them. And you've got to weed all those guys out and kind of start over. And I think he's recruiting guys that are not coming here for money. They're coming here for the real reasons you play sports. You know, at least I hope. Yeah, I mean the the kid Cormani McLean, and you know, obviously Florida really wanted him bad. And he ends up going to Miami, and another big payoff. But if you watched him, Mike, after the state title game, he he looked over at the other team. He was pointing at him. He was clapping in their face, laughing. He was giving them the you sign, and, and basically that's like garbage. just acting like an idiot. Like that's not the type of kid you want to come here. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I'm not I'm I'm not one of those guys that say you know fire Napier. You got to give him three or four years, and, and but there's some things he's got to get better on: uh, uh, clock management, uh, special teams. Not good. Yep. A lot, lot of self evaluation that I'm sure that he would yeah. do. Yeah. Not but good on play. clock management. I think the if play calling was questionable. I think the um, um, he's got to get better at that. And I think um, there's you know special teams. They cannot be as bad on special teams as they were this year. Well, if I don't talk to you guys, Merry Christmas. You too. You and your family. Thanks, Mike. Right, you. Appreciate it. Snag uh, Byron. Hey, Byron. Let me continue with the same thought as Mike. I'm glad I got into that because I wanted to make sure I could wish both you and Pat Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and, of course, a Merry uh, Merry New Year. Yeah, back I at you. Which I hope you do survive. And um, actually, I'm glad you mentioned oh, that. Oh, New Year's it, New Year's Eve is for amateurs. We, Jeff and I don't go out on New Year's Eve. Yeah, but you're sitting sit at home and drink a beer, and watch TV. Yeah, we're, well, you got the games yeah. on this year. Yeah, we're we're just yeah. gonna watch football. Gonna watch football and listen to it on the radio or something. Well, we might. There's 26 bowl yeah. games on WRUF, so uh, oh. let's get all over it. Well, let's hope my radio app continues to work. You know. Well, that might be a good thing, or I might have to go out and buy a new iPhone. Well, since you, this is your last show, now when do you start back up after the first of the year? It'll be January 3rd, which will January be Tuesday. 3rd. Okay, Tuesday. At, yeah, okay. because uh, the second is we have the uh, two bowl games on, what is it, Cotton and Orange? Cotton and Rose. Oh. Cotton and Rose Bowl on, on the second. So we'll be back yeah. on the third. And we let me tell you what the energy that will be coming out of these microphones on the third is going to be yep. unbelievable, even oh. if Jeff's not here. 
Uh, well, I may have to turn the volume down on my iPhone then if they got a lot, a lot of energy going on. Um, let me ask you about the NIL kind of situation. You talked about fans need to get behind the Gators to do that, and I'm wondering now if I wanted to, if I had the money to do it, what would I do? How would I go about helping the university? to do, um, I guess, provide more in the NFL? Yeah, it's it's pretty simple, Byron. Just It's Gator Collective, so GatorCollective.com, and $9.99 a month will do it. It'll it'll put it in there. They'll they'll do it the right way. They'll try to get the players, and, you know, it's becoming bigger and bigger. I mean, the school's behind it. It's what Billy Napier wants everybody to do, and, you know, I think it certainly is uh, it's, going to help. It's certainly a factor, and it's something that Florida fans need to understand, but it still is going to come down to do you have the big money? Do yeah. you, are you able to offer a guy a million dollars to come to your school, which you're not supposed right. to do, but people are still right. doing. Yeah. So, I mean, in other words, if I had the money, if I made a, a million-dollar donation to the university, that would make a difference. It wouldn't help with the NIO, would it? Or would it? It would if you did it the right way. I mean, you have to do it through uh, the either the Gator Guard or the Gator Collective, but um, which are the two uh, basic sites. So it's okay. it's up to you. I'm not going to ask you to spend a million dollars so that you well, can no, watch Trey Dean run that around. Okay. Be a lot of less public strips. <laughs> but I would like to do something to help the university because it's my favorite university, you know. Well, and there's. I mean, I think fat, so. I like to help. I think Jeff and I are in the same boat. We want. We would like to help the university be better at football, but in the end, it's going to amount to, um, you know, what they do as coaches and what they do as players. Um, okay. Look at Oregon State. You think those guys were had a lot of NIL money? They were banking yeah. on. They won ten games yeah. this year. Yeah. yeah. And one more thing, Randy McLean, I, I agree with you. I don't want somebody on my team that acts like that that's making fun of the other players on the opposing team that just lost and throwing up the big U at them and all that stuff. That's just crass. Yeah, I don't want people like that on my team. No, I think we, we've seen enough of them that are somewhat cancerous, and it certainly doesn't <laughs> yeah, help. You got that right. Yeah, they go to Miami now. They can be cancerous. There you go. Cancerous down there in Coral Gables. All right, Byron, right. appreciate it. Thanks for the great year. But I will say this. I mean, you have to give them credit. They have just continually brought in yeah, tell what me. you consider to be, uh, I mean, the, the running back that decommitted from uh, Ohio State to Florida thought they had a shot out. He ends up going to Miami. The The big offensive lineman goes to Miami. I mean, they're getting guys, and they're paying a lot of guys, but I, it'll be interesting to watch. Like, if you were detached from it, Jeff, Miami would be an interesting thing to watch Sure. if you didn't care. You care. I care. Mm-hmm. We both want Miami to lose every game they ever play in any sport. But Agreed. if you weren't connected to it, you would, it would be an interesting phenomenon to watch. No doubt. All right, we need one final break, so let's knock it out now and then come back and wrap up our year here on the tailgate. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. 
As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With Express Shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. One other thing that I like about Exceptional Dentistry compared to other practices I've been to is it's one practice. From soup to nuts, whatever I need in terms of my dental care, I know that they're going to be accountable and responsible to what services they're providing for me. Other practices that I've dealt with over the years, I felt like I had to triangulate, whether it be someone extracting and another person implanting. Here, it, it is a one-stop party shop. You're going to get every level of care that you need in terms of your dental care. I, I've become a new person since uh, all of these treatments have started. I'm extremely pleased with the time and the money investment that I've, that I've made into this. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. The only place in America where interest rates are going down is International Diamond Center. And due to overwhelming response, IDC is extending our free finance offer through Christmas Eve. So you can make any holiday jewelry purchase at the unbeatable no middleman price we're famous for and spread your payments over five years with zero interest, zero finance charges. So that $6,000 piece of designer jewelry is just $100 a month. That $3,000 pair of diamond hoop earrings, just $50 a month. And if you're getting engaged this holiday season, you can take advantage of this to get the designer ring of their dreams. Thousands of new rings to choose from. This Christmas, we know every dollar counts. And at IDC, we've got a fantastic collection of timeless gifts to fit any budget with expert guidance from our non-commissioned experts. Ask about instant savings, 20 to 40% on select hand-picked items as well as we continue to break all the rules. Merry Christmas from International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. J-Will and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. That song is the, basically, it's the, you, you 
press the button and go, it's Christmas. You hear this song. Well, that's what it is. We got a couple minutes until Christmas. we uh, are off for Christmas. Let's get uh, David for uh, about a minute. Hey, David, welcome. Hey, guys. Merry Christmas. You too. Um, I got a question for you regarding... Wait, let me ask you this. How long do you... How long do you think? Let's put it this way. Let's say Billy goes uh, gets he wins seven. Let's say six games again next year, and seven games the following year. Is is he still around after year three? Well, yeah. I, that I mean, year two is not going to be an issue. Year three is going to be an issue. They've got to be better by year three. They've got to be at least in the competition for a playoff when when we go to twelve. Yeah. yeah. Um, if they're not, if they're still trying to get into the Gasparilla Bowl, yeah, and, and offense hasn't done anything, and defense continues on. to yeah. struggle, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, that, do you think that guy at uh, Oregon State's pretty good coach? I, I I love Jonathan Smith. I I talked about it all week last week, and nobody wanted to hear it. But he is one of the best coaches in college football that nobody knows about. Nobody even knows yeah. who he is. He he went there, so you wouldn't think yeah. that he's got any aspirations of leaving. No, he just signed an okay, extension well, too, right before the game. He, he, yeah, he went. He, he went three wins, five wins, three wins, seven wins, ten wins. Yeah, yep. And that and that's look. Nobody wants to see Billy Napier go on that same course. Nobody wants to see three yeah, wins. Exactly. But you you would hope that by year three they're at least in the hunt. They're they're winning more games. Yeah, and I think Napier would even tell you that yeah. by year three he has to be there with his guys and recruits and. They're all his players then. Yep. Yeah, pretty then much. it is. Yeah, yeah my point is it's, it's a little different here, I think, if, if neighbors win three wins in his third year. Oh, done, yeah. So. Then it is Oregon State. Yeah, it's no doubt. Yep. Yep. Towns has 60,000. All, right. all right, David, all right, thank guys, you. Appreciate it. Yep, appreciate yep. that. And, again, appreciation to uh, everybody that has uh, called throughout the entire year. And it's not like we're dying, but it's our last show of the year. So yeah, we're not quitting. That is. Some uh, of you want us to, but we're not. <laughs> But, no, appreciate everybody for, for tuning in and making us a part of your day, whether it's for five minutes or the entire two hours. A lot of people have uh, made it fun, I think, for us to to sit there and go back and forth with. And Pat and I love doing that with each yeah. other, too. And I told you this before, Jeff. The getting here is the hard part. Mm-hmm. Once I get here and I get into the seat, I it's the easiest two hours of my day. Yeah, and I love it. I love talking to all of our callers. I get mad at them sometimes. They get mad at me. You get mad at me sometimes. I get mad at you. But the bottom line is, we love doing it, and we'll be back on January third to just keep putting out great shows. Yep. So many uh, people contribute to uh, our successes. So <laughs> thanks to all the uh, the sponsors and everybody else, especially yeah. Joe and the crew yep. at Titan, and you know everybody has uh, made Law. this thing awesome. Yep. Uh, Nepal, or, uh, Leonardo.